What's up, guys? We are back. This is The Real Deal with Casey and Jason, where we talk real life, real experiences, and occasionally real estate. And today, I'm very excited because we have another special guest here in our new studio. That's right. Yeah, we kind of skated over last time around. What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Guys, this is Bernie Sevis. That's it? Yeah. Sevis. I thought it was service, yeah. but it's uh-huh. Bernie. Bernie Sevis. That's like the subliminal thing, I think, when you see a word. You know, have you ever seen that where they mix up the letters, yeah. but you just oh, see yeah. the same word? Like the first word, first letter and the last letter, and you can just fill in the rest. Fill in the rest. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it happens all the time. Don't I was that. like, man, see, that's, yeah. that's, that's Bernie service. I was something about the V makes it look like an R, I think, and yeah. so you see it, and you're like, oh, yeah, service. That's Definitely service. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Bernie, uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit about your company, and then um, a little bit of backstory. And before we start that, I want to ask you too. You just yeah. mentioned you, you've been tuning in to the real deal. I have been. I have been. I've. Uh, I think I've watched maybe six, five or six full episodes. I actually, watched you. the one that aired today. I think. Okay, uh, with, Mark. with Mark. With Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude's, dude's jacked. He's pretty big. Kind of like, yo, am I working out or am I working out? You know? um, but uh, no, nah, it, it was a very good, a very good podcast. I saw, I saw the one where um, you were talking about, the one that actually rocked me the most was when we were talking about habit creation yeah. and yeah. like your morning routine and all that. And I think that might have been episode two that or three. That was early. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been watching for a little while now. And Thank I you, man. saw the one when Megan was on and then the one where um, McCray. Yeah. And then I saw when uh, it was a... Um, a coffee shop owner. Yeah, Tammy. Yeah, yeah her story shout, was really shout cool. Out. Yeah, shout out. out. Yeah, yeah. Carrie right Bay. Oh, there yeah. it is. Yeah. We got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got you, Tammy. So now I got. I feel like I got to go down there now because I'm like, definitely. I feel like I know her just from the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, really cool. That's her story awesome. was really cool. So yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, she's awesome. We've had a lot of people really cool stories. So let's hear yours, man. Right. What's your story? So yeah, Bernie Sevis. Sevis. <laughs> yep. So I own Faithful Fitness in uh, Elton, Maryland. We actually opened in May. Was the soft opening? Grand opening was in September okay. of this past year, and so um, Faithful Fitness actually launched the brand. Actually launched the brand in 2019, um, in Jan in February of 2019, and the plan then was to open in Baltimore County. So I started my training career back in 2014, and. Um, I worked at Merritt Athletic Clubs in White Marsh. Funny story how that how that came to be. So um, we'll get there. So anyway, I launched Faithful Fitness in 2019 and was like, cool. One year later, I'm going to open up, you know, my own, my own facility. And then COVID hit. And so, right. I ended oh, up, uh, you know, which kind of shut down everything. I mean, Place actually changed. shut down gyms and all of that. So yeah. um, I ended up uh, renting space out of another gym for what was supposed to be one year turned into three years. And then finally launched Faithful Fitness in 2022. Yeah, so, I remember that, man. Um, I remember seeing, the, the, you know, you guys announcing and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, a, a big moment. Um, exciting, scary, all of that right. all wrapped into one, you know, and. Um, most of my training was in the Baltimore County area for mm-hmm. about eight years. So I left around 45 to 55 members, clients to move out to wow. the Northeast. So it was a big jump. Yeah. Big jump. So, um, you know, Faithful Fitness, the faithful, faith is in the name. So, you know, yeah, yeah. you got to do things that, uh, you know, some put you in uncomfortable positions, you know, um, to really get your best. And so um, my background, you know, prior to my training career, um, I played football for 20 years, and so um, from the time I was five, I actually, I, was, I tell the story all the time because it doesn't really make sense, but you know, kind of like, 
is what I was supposed to do. <laughs> so <laughs> my, uh, I was younger and I was watching basketball. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what, what sport do you want to play? And I was like, football. And I thought, <laughs> I thought basketball was football. So they were like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. This kid doesn't know what he's talking about. And so um, ended up walking into a football field. Fell in love immediately. And so I played for 20 seasons wow. straight. Wow. So I played rec football in Hartford County. I played at Edgewood High School and then Hartford Tech in Hartford County. Yeah. Played at LaSalle University in uh, Philadelphia. Very cool. 1AA. Then I played at uh, University of Minnesota Duluth, won a national championship in 2008. No wow, I did not um, know that. It's awesome. Then I played semi-pro ball in Wisconsin for the Lake Superior Rage, and I was a hamstring pull away from playing for the Saints. So no I, uh, way, man. I, I had, I had no a idea. pretty That's long amazing. journey there with, with football. That so, was very cool. You know, after football ended, I was kind of like, Okay. Now, you know, what? now what? You know, because the majority of my life have been sports. So yeah, um, kind of bounced around, bounced around. Job here, job there. Tried insurance. I tried mm-hmm. car sales. I tried uh, uh, telemarketing. All of that. And so finally, it was like, do what you love. Yep. And so, you know, training and helping people discover who they are through fitness. You know, fitness is really a healing ministry. It's a healing service. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a health service, but it's a healing service. And you know, the industry right now doesn't really magnify that and I think that the more that people come to that realization the more they realize it's something that they have to do yeah. on a regular basis faithful fitness you know what I'm saying yeah, you want to do it you do it but you don't want to do it you still gotta do it so, yeah I yeah. love it man dude I love that yeah yeah. I think I was talking to you Jason about that so I played Division One baseball at Youngstown State nice so you're probably familiar okay. with Youngstown yeah. they won some national uh-huh. championships yep. when um, Trussell was there okay yeah, yeah back right. in the day I guess that would have been probably maybe before our time I think right yeah because I graduated in 2010, and you would have graduated I've around... I graduated in 08. Okay, so yeah. a couple years before. Yeah. But when I got done playing baseball, I was like, "What? Well, I don't know what to do. I never right. planned ahead. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, my right. career. Um, I was with my uh, girlfriend at the time, wife now. So I was like, all right, well, I have that part of my life figured out. I'm good there. But I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I had... I was lacking something at that point. Right. So it was... Um, you know, weird feeling. It was the closest to being like depressed, I think, that I've ever been because mm. I kind of lost my like. That was my goal since I was five years old. I wanted to play baseball. Yeah, right. And then when that season ended, I'm like out of college, finishing up my degree, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm not very good at golf. Uh, you know, I don't think I'm going to make it in baseball. <laughs> right. But right. Yeah. man, that's crazy. So um, you went through a couple different things, and mm-hmm. then you were like, I, I'm going to do what I love and help people get in better shape. So how did that journey start when you were just training? So um, I was working at a a company down in uh, Baltimore um, in the Care First building. Well, I don't even know if it's called the Care First building, but at the time it was Care First. Down in uh, Fells Point. So um, I was downtown Canton, not Fells Point, Canton. And so I was working in that building and um, my, she wasn't even my girlfriend then. She's not my wife. And so um, at the time, I was just training her and a couple of other people. They were like, what are you doing to stay in shape? Because they're like, you, you're always in shape. People are looking at you're me. Always like, yeah, like, like, well, you always like, you got to be something. something. <laughs> yeah, you got to be something, right? And so I was like, yeah, sure. And so I was training people for free. And people were getting results. And, they're, and you know, they're like, you really should, like, take this seriously. Yep. Like, you really should, you know, you're really good at this. And I'm like, oh, well, I just do it because I like so, to do yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I love doing it. You know, it's not even... At the time, it wasn't even about revenue or money or career. It was just helping people. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so um, from that, you know, uh, right next to the building that I was working in down in uh, Canton is the uh, Canton uh, uh, Canton Merritt Athletic Clubs down in okay. Baltimore. And um, 
I was walking across the street from Target. I went to go there to go get lunch. Weird place to get lunch. Went to Target to get lunch. And I'm talking to my wife, Melinda, but at the time, wasn't even my girlfriend. And she's like, you should really take this training thing seriously. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to walk into this merit, right? And so walk into the merit. And <laughs> the day I walk in, right, the, I walk to the desk and the manager's walking up. And she says, can I help you? And I was like, yeah, I'm here to see about a job. And I was like, you know, I, I help people on the side. I've never, like, taken training seriously. She was like, well, yesterday we just did a big interview process where we interviewed a thousand people. Wow. Didn't know that in 2014 they were opening the Merritt Athletic Clubs in White Marsh. Mm-hmm. And so they said, we just did this big thousand person interview process. The gym was like 55,000 square yeah, feet. that's it's huge. huge. Um, she said, but I'll tell you what, um, I'll give you their, their, the number, the uh, club manager's number. If he doesn't hire you, call me back, I'll hire you. <laughs> she said, you just wow. have it. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? What is it? You know what I mean? And so, Melinda's like, I told you. <laughs> so, you know, what you don't know, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's good to be around people who can see your value mm-hmm. before you can see it. And yeah. so, um, which is kind of part of the reason why she became a wife. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> and so I uh, went, uh, contacted them, went through the interview process and ended up starting there in July. And by November, I was the number one trainer in the company. That's awesome, um, man. And so it was 107 trainers. I was number one. Um, for 22 months straight, I was the top three. So, so what does that entail? Is that volume of clients or? Yeah. Right. Great question. So it's volume of clients. Okay. It's the number of sessions that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and the amount of revenue that you're bringing in. That's so awesome, man. those three metrics basically, you know, will classify you and set you up where you're going to be at as far as, you know, your commission that mm-hmm. they have to pay you and all that. And so in the beginning, I was very uh, <laughs> committed to the grind. Yeah. So, you know, when you when you first started as a personal trainer in that type of an environment, um, you're not getting paid like an hourly rate. So you really don't get paid until you get clients. Right. So I would be there at like five o'clock in the morning, like sleeping under the desk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just to try to be the early bird gets the worm. And so yeah. um, by I started there in July, by August I had my first client and it just I mean took off. And you think it was yeah. mainly word of mouth? It was word it was word of mouth and then and then what people, talks about. And then people seeing your work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So people would be watching like, huh, I never seen nobody make them do that. I don't know. You got any space? You know what I'm saying? Is there any space in your schedule? I'm like, yes, why not? Come on in. So, you know, um, it ended up, you know, growing to the point where I was number one trainer in the company and I actually had the opportunity to uh, train the Ravens mascot, Poe. Oh, yeah. And so there was a whole promotional thing that we did. And, you know, I was a trainer I was selected That's to send cool, him out man. onto the field and all that. The video's still floating around YouTube somewhere. It's like, really Poe cool. gets, po gets a makeover or something. Poe gets slimmer or something. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you'll see me in there doing jumping jacks for Poe. So, uh, that's yeah, awesome. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, cool, man. I got chills when you said that you walked into the place and the lady was like, we actually just did a hiring event. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, oh, yeah. I've seen so many times in my life and, and talking to different people that nothing is by chance. You know, it's like God puts you in places that you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't always know when that time is, but, you know, thank God he walked in there on that day. Right. right. Changed the course of your of your life. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and and you took action. Like, you could have just been like, ah, no, that event was yesterday. Like, ah, don't worry about it. Right, like, you right. could have used it as like, ah, oh, I missed it. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think so many people do. Yeah. Um, and you're right. Like, there's there's times in life where there's like a aha moment, you know, and there's a, there's a, there's a definite, I call it divine intervention, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, no this doubt. is like the exact moment that you're supposed to be here. And it's like, okay, so what are you going to do? Are you going to sit here and let the light go from green to yellow back to red? Or are you going to go? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And yeah. so um, I, I, I stepped out on faith and said, all right, well, let's make this call. I, I had no real experience. Yeah, that, that, was, my, that was one of my certified next questions. Wasn't nothing, yeah. you know? And so, so like, yeah. what did you study at LaSalle? 
And I said, was, oh, what didn't I study? Um, I went as a computer science major, and it took me okay. one semester to realize this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, some people, they have that, that they're good at that. Yeah. And it wasn't that I couldn't do the work. It's just that I'm a people person out moving, you know, and so... And I'm in class, and they're like, man, this is awesome. I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> you, know like, you know, I'm like, I'm getting an A, but I'm never coming back. So, right. you know, I um, ended up um, majoring in communication, minoring in psychology and forensics. And so, um, you know, that still wasn't fitness. But what is amazing is that, you know, God will use things that you don't really realize are a part of the plan for the plan. Oh, yeah. Because personal training a lot of times you end up being like a psychologist, a therapist, a therapist. Yeah. You're, you're, you you're, said psychology. I was like, you, you, that was for a reason. That was for yeah. a reason. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And so yeah. being able to communicate on an interpersonal level, on a face to face mm-hmm. level, on a talk to someone, but they don't want to talk, you know, having all those different type of yeah. skills and, and understanding what's going on when it's happening. Um, benefited me in the personal training no doubt. You know, space, in the fitness space. I always, I always tell other trainers that, you know, personal training, the first word is personal. And so if there's not a personal connection if you're not able to communicate and relate to them on a personal level, you can forget training. Yeah, um, yeah. Last people go to YouTube and you know, I don't need, I don't need to see you. Just tell me what to do and I'll do it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So if there's yeah. no connection personally, you can forget it. You're never going to really get the results that you want or help them change. Yeah, because so. a lot, I feel like a lot of the trainers that I talk to and that I work with. I mean, some of them have studied exercise science or kinesiology or whatnot, but a lot of them haven't. Like, it, right. it ends up being, like, a function of, like, obviously they play the sport or they just work out on their own or whatnot, um, but they've got that personal, you know, good relationship building component, and then they use, whoops, what they love, right. you know, and kind of stack both of them on top, and then they become successful that way. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's so cool, man. Yeah. And how would you say your uh, career in football college career you know your your sports um and team environment like how do you think that has prepared you because i think that ties in so closely too mm-hmm. with the mental aspect but like what do you what are your experiences with that what do you, how do you think that prepared you for what you do well you know it, it's, it's a couple ways so one of the ways that i've noticed recently that it prepared me is i played wide receiver okay and so that was one of my questions in high school i played everything Quarter, quarterback running back wide receiver defense I, strong safety was my bread and butter i was all where did you where'd you go to high school harford tech that's right. You did yeah, in Edgewood. Harvard Tech in Edgewood. Edgewood for my freshman, sophomore year, and then Harvard Tech for my junior okay. senior year. Okay, that's right. And my senior year, I graduated as a um, All-State strong safety. Okay. And um, when I got to LaSalle, they said, you want to play offensive defense? I was like, well, kind of like scoring touchdowns. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I ended up going with the offensive side. But um, to answer your question, one of the things that I've noticed recently was what playing at such a high level prepared me for. Um when you get to the next level in, in any type of sports, you're always watching tape. And so when you're watching tape, what you're doing is you're studying the movements. At least that's what I was doing. I was studying you to see how I could break you down on this route. Mm-hmm. And so I'm studying your leverages. I'm studying uh, where you shift your weight. I'm, I'm studying how you move all of that to, to kind of position myself in a place uh, to be the most successful on that play. And so I've noticed that when I look at somebody move, I see them moving differently than other people do when they see them. Wow. Right. From years and years of studying um, human movement. Sure. And so that has become a, uh, a tool in the toolbox, if you will, for yeah. being a good personal trainer. That's yeah. interesting, yeah, because you, pr- you probably do. I think Dean talked about this as well watching people move and he talked about even like um like toddlers basically Infants. yeah 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 and he's talking about functional movements and how he he trains and works with people now that are you know in their 70s and 80s and he's like if we could just go back to the way people moved when they were toddlers right. the way they pick something up the way their body hinges and moves so that's interesting that you 
you have an eye for that too. Exactly right, and it, the toddler thing is is like spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, somehow, as we get older, we learn how to be lazy, and so oh, we, yeah. so everything we bend over is all you know we lean in. And so toddlers, when they do, they sit down. Yeah. To pick everything up, and that's yeah. really how the body is designed to move functionally. Mm. You know, on an orthokinetic level, that's how the joints are designed. But right. You know, everything we do reverses us out of that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So. Well, so you were with. Um, Merit for a while, mm-hmm. and then you launched the Faithful Fitness brand in 2019. 2019, yeah, there was actually a, a, a step in between there. So okay. I was with Merit from 2014 to 2017, mm-hmm. and then in 2017, I went into business with someone else to open a gym called Empowered Fitness, gotcha. and they're down in Nottingham, Maryland. Okay, and so um, Nottingham is like between White Marsh and like Perry Hall, gotcha, Joppa Town. Yeah. Um, okay. And so, uh, if you ever heard of like Putty Hill or anything like that, it's kind of like that area. Gotcha. Um, and so, um, I was there from 2017 to 2019, and then uh, left there, like I said, in January to launch Faithful Fitness. Okay. I was like, all right, now it's time to step out and do this do thing. Do my thing. Yeah. And then God was like, hold up, we got a pandemic coming. So I was like, oh, okay. So, you know, kind of changed things a little bit. So, wow. the, the blessing was, though, this was the blessing, because I was so small, I was able to be fluid. Yeah, and so I was able to adapt and and, and do some different things to to stay afloat mm-hmm. during that time. Where they were like, "Yeah, no one go to the gym at all." So, yeah. Wow. Now, what brought you to Elkton? Yeah, so my wife and I, well, my family um, has lived in Cecil County since two thousand and two. Um, wow. Yeah, we live in. Uh, my mother and father still live in Port Deposit. Okay. And yeah, they bought a house there. Um, you know, up off Dr. Jack Road, so not down in the town, but like up on the yep. hill. Yeah. Um, and so that was why I switched high schools, was because we moved out to Cecil County, and I was like. But all my friends, you know. What I'm <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, we was able to work it out with the with, with the high school where I was right. able to get in before we, you know, moved up. So um, blessing. Yeah. So anyway, we've been. In we Cecil would love County. to have you in Cecil County. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, uh, yeah, we played Bow Manor and all them too. It was, yeah. it was a good time. Yeah, I remember playing tech and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, back in the day. Funny yeah. story. I think this was had to be North Hartford, maybe. North Hartford had a team too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't mm-hmm. So the first play I ever got in, I didn't play football until my junior year of high school. Okay. And finally my friends got me talked into it. I'm like, all right, I'll play. And Bo Matter was like the same thing. Like you, when you played, you were like, you played um, offense, defense, special teams. punt, uh, special punt return, teams, yeah. kickoff, kick return. Yeah. Like it literally never left the field. Right. But the first play I ever got in uh, against North Hartford, I played linebacker. So, you know, a guy gets hurt, howling, you're up. And, you know, they run a sweep to my side. I'm like, all right. I remember this from practice. I'm scraping, you know, working my way over. And somebody turned the corner, dude, just, I mean, knocked my head completely off. And I just remember looking up at the at the lights and I'm like, what just happened? Like, dude, completely knocked me out. Later that series, it was also my first year playing football. I was a sophomore. I yeah. Was playing corner. Because wow. we played baseball growing up together. Okay. And we, for some reason, both decided to play football that same year. Yeah. He was a junior. I was a sophomore. It might have been that same play. <laughs> the, the, the quarter it was this was the quarterback so he was rolling out so it wasn't a, it wasn't a, a tailback sweep but he was rolling out he broke contain he was a big boy and I'm standing at the one yard line thinking I'm gonna form tackle this guy and he ran over my face <laughs> into the end zone and I get I was the same thing looking up at the lights like what just happened yeah. and why am I playing football yeah, yeah, like, yeah, send yeah. me home I don't remember this part <laughs> yeah. and I'm like dreading it the whole time we're watching film getting right. close to this play and I'm like breaking out in a sweat I'm like dude I'm gonna get my face ripped off when they get to this play <laughs> and one of our coaches, Lens, you know, like the play, you know, worked its way out. And then he's like, rewind that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who was this? 52. <laughs> oh, yeah. What are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. 
just, I'm learning here. I'm learning. Right, right. But Coach, then, uh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, not yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Somebody took my jersey. That yeah, was not yeah. me. That ended up being decent my senior year. I played a lot and got experience and uh, nice. really enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ended up, I don't know what I was, honorable mention something, but okay. it, it was fun. Yeah, athletes. I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah all yeah. of us. We played, uh, so played baseball at Cecil too, both of us. Mm-hmm. And then um, I went out to Youngstown and played. Yeah. But I think too, it does. It definitely prepares you, um, especially at the higher levels, because it's mm-hmm. like all the things that you need to be successful in business and sales. Like it's a mental game more than anything. And like you were saying, you, you know, you're not coming into a salary where, hey right. man, thanks for being here. Here's your salary. Right. It's like, no, you got to go get clients. You got to make your clients happy. You got to find more clients. And it's a mental thing more than anything to, especially when you hit the, the failures, the setbacks. Right. How do you respond to that? Yeah. The, the adversity piece in, in sports is, is, really key to me in life, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and learning those lessons young, you're like, uh, you know, you got ran over, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Now what? You know, I don't that, want it. I don't want that to happen again. Exactly. So what do I need to do to not let that happen again? Exactly. Right. You know, <laughs> right. Exactly. And so but, that, that's a life lesson. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. I think that spans, you know, all things in life, mm-hmm. you know, just different spectrum. And so one of your first clients now is your wife. Which yes. is awesome. Yeah. Do you have kids? We do. We have uh, two little girls. I was like, nice. God, I want boys. He said, mm-mm. Well, I guess. I love my friend. I'm, yeah. I'm a girl that like a thousand percent. Yeah, so that's I, awesome. I have a four-year-old and a one-year-old. Um, the one-year-old just started walking uh, about a month and a half ago. Just yeah. like all of a sudden, I'm ready. He just, just took off. And <laughs> Didn't give like, you any notice. No, no notice. No warning. <laughs> about two days before we saw, she was just kind of standing up. And I was like, I think she's getting ready to walk. And I was actually in our sunroom painting. And turned around, and so we like a four season room, so it's like glass. Mm-hmm. And um, what happened was she was looking out the glass and turned around, and it was glass on the other side. So I think she thought, "Oh, I'm just touching the glass," and just started walking across the floor. <laughs> and I was like, I like didn't want to breathe to like start her. So I'm like, watching well, her walk across the floor, and my, I told my wife, she said, "They're gonna do it again." I said, "I don't know how to make her. You know, <laughs> yeah. You're trying to make her break my car." So yeah, so she ended up walking again. So That's yeah, she's awesome, running man. now. So yeah, 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 very cool. Congrats, man. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and then the building that you that you're in now, mm-hmm. did you lease the building? Buy the building? Yeah, I did lease the building. You did. Okay, yeah, awesome. Yeah, you yeah. plan on buying it in the future? That's the that's the hope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I get there, we buy it. Yeah, absolutely. So oh. I love the property. I love the the space, and it's like just nicely nestled between Northeast and Elkton. Yeah, I was um, I was I didn't right even know what the actual address of it was, Northeast or Elkton. Yeah. but it's Elkton. It's technically Elkton. But you know, there's that like that area. I just never know if it's Northeast or Elkton. Yeah. And it's right on forty. It's yeah. right on forty. Okay. Yeah. Do you know yeah. where the Blue Iris Salon is at on Route Forty? I mean, I've passed it a bunch of times, okay. but I'm not exactly sure. You ever heard of Paradise Motors? Gonna say, yeah. That's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. the okay. thing it's you're going to say. The very next turn from Paradise Motors. Got so it. Paradise Motors, one turn up is Blue Iris, and we're back behind the Blue Iris. Got it. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's like a little long drive that takes you back there. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so what's, that, what's that been like? Like, you, your soft opening was in May of right. last year. Yeah. And then you opened in September. Uh-huh. Like, can you tell us about some of the... Like, what did you do to prepare yourself for, like, I'm starting my own thing? Like, you, gotcha. you had to have had, like, to know, like, man, if this doesn't work, which I don't think you probably expect, you knew it was going to work because right. you had good clients and had a, had a long uh, string of success training. But mm-hmm. there had to be some sort of, like, man, if this doesn't work, like, what am I going to do? Like, just tell us about that whole process. I, I think when you when you start anything like that, that uh, that fear or that, 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 that thought always is there mm-hmm. in some level, like way in the back recess of your mind, and you kind of like don't even want to acknowledge it. Put that energy on what you're doing, yeah. you know. Um, and so, what was 
divine delay. So we found out because I was actually planning to open in November of 21. And so um, and I'd already signed the lease and everything in June, July, we found out we were pregnant and uh. that we were going to be due in January. And I was like, well, if I want to stay married, I probably shouldn't open the gym in November because I know I'm going to be there like 85 hours a week. You know what I'm saying? And she's like home with a, a newborn and a three-year-old. Like, nah, that's not going to work. So um, luckily, uh, you know, the, the landlord was gracious enough to push the, the lease start date back that's very five nice. months to March. So that gave us, you know, that time to to really kind of lock in and get some other things in place before I opened. Yeah. Um, March turned into May, you know, with, with COVID, everything was delayed. This was delayed. This was stuck in a tanker or in a, in a shipping container out in the ocean or whatever. So yeah, um, it, things got delayed. So anyway, um, we opened in, in May. And so there's certain things that, you know, I'm a, I'm a man of faith. So there's certain things that God will do that just kind of let you know you're doing the right thing. And so in April, I was actually in the building doing some work. And I mean, a lot of the work, I don't, I don't, either, neither one of you have been there. But, no, I haven't been there um, It's a brand new building. So the we're the first. I'm the first person to ever be in it. Wow! So I'm hoping to be the first and the last. Like this. this yeah. yeah. This is it. You yeah. know. So, um. Anyway, so all the work that was done was done. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So I'm in there putting together equipment, laying floor. You know, uh, building desks, all that kind of stuff. Hanging, yeah. hanging up heavy bags. We had boxing bags and all the stuff in the gym. Okay. And so, um, this is April Dusty, and I had a guy come in, and he actually uh, works at uh, Big Dave. He's one of the. He was the first member of the gym and he came in in April and like I said it's dust everywhere people all over the place hot sweat bugs on your face and he's like I'm gonna be your first member (laughs) I was like okay this is crazy so when you open open, I'm your first member and the day that we opened May 2nd he came in that day. That's oh, awesome. Man. That shows again. And so, awesome. and so it was just, cool. it, for, for like a month, it was just me and him and they're working out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then words started getting out and then another two people showed up and another four people showed up and another five or six would show up. And so um, divine intervention. So we opened in May. I had planned the grand opening in September. Mm-hmm. In the middle of that, there's a gym in, um, well, there was a gym in Northeast called Body Force. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, they closed in August. And so... I didn't know that that they were planning to close. So um, it was in Body Force, their location from where we are now, from where I am now, is maybe three miles. Mm-hmm. Over by the food line, right? Over the, by the food line in Northeast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's a new gym in there, I think called Euro Gym or something okay. like that. But anyway, there was this community of people that's like, what are we about to do? Where do we go? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, Hey, we're over next month, and so you know, um, it was just like the timing of that. Like you, you can't plan that. Yeah. You couldn't have foreseen that, you know. Um, and it wouldn't have happened that way had we opened in November. You right? Know? Yeah. It had to get pushed in May. And it, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's little things that 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 happen that let you know. Okay. Yeah. Even when it's tough, just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Something's about to break. Keep pushing. You know. Keep grinding. And so again, that's another thing in life. You know, it's four downs and you're playing football, and it's like, mm-hmm. ah. I got I got run over, you know, but <laughs> yeah. keep going. It's going to happen. You know, yeah. you break through. And so um, that's, again, faithful fitness. Yeah. You, know, you got to be faithful to it. It's like you got to believe that's going to happen, number one. But number yeah. two, you got to keep going. Yeah. And so um, we've grown, 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 grown. And you know, I was just looking now. We have uh, 73 members as that's it awesome, is now. That Congratulations, are, you know, man. You know, reoccurring members. And we have other people that drop in and all that kind of stuff. We I went from nobody to having... Uh, it's like 273 people in our ecosystem that wow. you know, have either come in or, you know, you're, you're talking a little under a year. So it's. And you're talking Cecil County, too, which is, right. I mean, coming from Baltimore, yeah. you know, Canton, Fells Point area where you have a lot of population. Like right. you're talking an area that Cecil County is, you know, just 105,000 people. Yeah. So I have a ton right. of people here. So right. 
that's awesome that you have that many people that are coming to your gym. Yeah, yeah. So what so what does your gym provide? When you say somebody's a member, what does that entail for them? Right. You run group stuff, personal training? Yep, all of that. So okay. um, we have four levels of membership. And so there's a silver, gold, diamond, and platinum. And so each one of those levels add more classes. Right. And so um, the classes that we offer, we have a class called Relentless. And it's a combination of boxing, kettlebell training and a boot camp style training in 45 minutes. Um, that is a structured program mm -hmm. on, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We do that type of working out on Tuesday and Thursday. We actually do stretching, which most people don't stretch. Man, it's so ever. important. And it's huge. So important. It's huge. And so the members that we have is like, man, I didn't realize how much I need to stretch until we started stretching. <laughs> yeah. you know? Just improving the quality of somebody's life through stretching is exactly so important. Yeah, those aches and those pains and, you know, the bending over that we do wrong, it helps to make all that stuff better. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so Relentless, is that's part of the, the highest tier membership. Um, but that also includes, we have a boxing class called Cardio Cross Boxing. Um, mm, sounds intense. Boxing was, was something that changed my life on a, on a real deep level. Um, then we do uh, Quick Hits, which is a 30-minute uh, hit training class. And we do that at noon for like people who are like, my schedule is hectic, but I got mm -hmm. like an hour in the middle of the day. We'll come get this little 30-minute workout in. Um, then we have Boot Camp. And we just introduced something new called Mob Camp. And that's a mobility-style class. Oh, cool. Um, where it's like working on joint, like that. in range of motion, controlling through the joint. Small movements that do a, a lot for your body. Hmm. Um, and then we um, have the newest class that's a part of our challenge that we're doing right now. It's called One Up, One Down. It's the most intense training you've probably done in a while. Um, it, it, it's not CrossFit, but it's, uh, it's that level, if yeah. you will, of intensity. Um, Timed? Time. Kind of yes. AMRAP style? or Kind like, of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it's uh, normally it's it's not necessarily as many um, reps as you can, but it's one minute to get into the red. And you know, we have heart rate monitors. We use my zone. And so um, and then you have one minute to kind of cool all the way back down to the green or the blue if you can. And then mm -hmm. you immediately go back up. Gotcha. And so it's three. It's two um, uh, powerlifting style movements. And then two cardio styles. So we have like self-propelled treadmills and we have a row machine and jump ropes and all that kind of stuff. Wow. And so like the, the one I did the other day was pull-ups, deadlifts, um, a one-minute run on the uh, treadmill and then a one-minute row. And then that row is trying to get 300 meters. And so um, I did about 1,000 calories. Jeez, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, when I mean the next three days, I was like tiptoeing. <laughs> I was hurt. So, yeah, so we have those are the four levels of uh, membership. Okay. Then we have personal training, and then we have like kind of specialty programs that we do from time to time. But um, like there's a youth boxing program that we have running on Saturdays. Um, I do speed and agility camp in July for the athletes. Yeah, it's cool. called Sparkum, um, speed, um, agility, reaction, quickness, and mindset. Nice. And so that mindset is like really the factor yeah. in all that. You can do all the training you want, but if the mind's not right, you can forget it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, that's what I we, love that's it, what man. we offer. You know? That's and awesome. It, and it, all, those, all those levels come with, you know, gym access. Just coming in and do your thing. So. Oh, really? Yep. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I always like to ask this question because we have, we've had a couple people now that have gyms, but what would, advice would you give someone? <clears throat> We're kind of getting away from like the first of the year now, but like everyone yeah. wants to get healthy, right? When it comes to New Year's, New Year's resolutions. Uh -huh. But what advice would you give somebody maybe that's just, um, they're just starting out or they just, um, you know, they're not at a peak level, but they're like, I know I need to, to do something. Like, do you have any just general advice for somebody for that? Well, it would be slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's good really advice. the oldest adage that there is, but it, it works. Yeah. I actually have a lady who just joined uh, Monday and um, Tuesday. And um, she's pretty deconditioned, you know, and um, she's like, yeah, I want to do personal training and all that. And I said, you know, we're, we're going to start with you just showing up consistently and walking. Wow. Mm -hmm. yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
put some resistance on the self-propelled, and it's every day just come in and try to walk a mile and a half. So that way you can, number one, get your mind into the habit of consistency. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if we jump right into training, your muscles are going to scream. You're like, no, nah, I'm not ever coming back. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? That's an experience you're going to yeah. dread from the get-go and exactly. like categorize it as negative mm -hmm. and put it in that box. Mm -hmm. So when you're first starting, you want to you stack up as many early wins as possible, as yep. many early small wins as possible to build momentum. And then that will carry you into the next the next phase. Love that. And from the book, Atomic Habits, that we've talked about on here before, he talks about the story of a guy who, <clears throat> I think he, the guy was like 400 pounds or 500 pounds. He was mm -hmm. very, very, you know, he knew he needed to do something to, to basically save himself. And um, it was basically like just showing up to the gym and he wouldn't stay for more than like five minutes, right. but he had to get in the habit of going to the gym every single day. Even if it was only for five minutes, he wasn't going to push it, but the guy ended up losing like couple hundred pounds and keeping it off so yeah i think that's huge though that's that's really where it starts is that consistent behavior the habits the routines and um since you mentioned it we'll ask this too um what are some of your like daily habits daily routines like do you have a morning routine that you're into <laughs> so um i'm developing my morning routine okay. and i feel like every <laughs> every few seasons i have to recalibrate what yes. it is because, um, you know, life changes. Yeah. And so, you know, I finally set a hard wake up time. Um, Which is what? 4.30 right okay. now. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Um, the goal was to get it to 4 and then to 3.30. But, yeah. you know, I started 4.30. Mm -hmm. um, my, my problem is I don't go to sleep early enough. Mm -hmm. um, I'm up till 11.30, 12 o'clock at night. So that's And then trying to get up at 4, 4.30. But I had to I had to set like a hard, you know, non-negotiable. Yeah. Alarm clock goes at 4.30. I'm up at 4.30, you know. Yeah. So I get up. I pray, I go take a shower. And so that's like one, two, three. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that consistency gets to the point where you're not even thinking about it. That's just That's just what you do. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, that's one, two, three. And then I get to work now and I sit down and I look through my calendar to see what's going on. My first class starts at 515. So, um, yeah. You got long I days got, you're putting in. Oh, yeah, yeah. So what time are you wrapping up? If you're starting at 515, what time are you wrapping up usually? Seven. seven yeah. The gym technically closes at seven. I probably leave around seven, 730. Okay. Um, and then, you know, the evening starts. And so. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. And that, that's where, you know, things get fun. So, yeah. Yeah. What about, um, what about as far as diet? So if mm -hmm. somebody maybe is, you know, again, in that same ballpark where they're like, I just need to start doing something. I don't really know what to do. Mm -hmm. um, any general advice on diet that you would say implement right away? Water. Drink a lot of water. Water would be the very first one. Most people don't drink water. Um, they get thirsty and they drink soda, they drink tea, they drink uh, coffee, they drink juice, they drink, you name it. Not water. Um, but not water. Yeah. And so water is a zero calorie drink. Um, and it does some of the most things that your body needs. I mean, your body is 70% water. Mm -hmm. um, but most of the time we get our hydration from something else that has a whole bunch of other stuff in it. Oh yeah, and some, little, and some water, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so if, if, if you can start there, again, small habit, yep. small victory. Just start by, I'm going to drink a gallon of water every day. Yep. Small. Mm -hmm. And so you build from there. Okay. Because if you if you go from, I've never been on a diet in my life, to saying, I'm drink, I'm, I'm going to stop eating sugar altogether, you, you're going to fail really quickly. You feel because miserable. Your, yeah. your body's going to immediately reject, yeah. you know, this loss of, you know, sugar. You have the cravings. You got the sugar flu. Like all, all that stuff, it, it yeah. takes place immediately when you jump hard. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you kind of, like I said, small, small steps. That's what our buddy Jake said, small too. Steps. Remember he said, mm -hmm. uh, don't be extreme. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Is, you guys are saying the same thing. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's great advice, too. And, mm -hmm. you know, really, 
I think the, the slower you can make that progress, and people want quick wins, like you said, but it's like if you can make the progress just slowly and consistently, it's going to be habits that stick. It's going to be a body that stays the way it is rather than, and I'm guilty of this, like, I, you know, a couple years ago, like I would, I would lose 20 pounds and then I'd gain 15 and then I would lose 20 pounds and gain 25 and I'm like on this yo-yo and then it wasn't until I really was like, all right, let me just, instead of doing that every year, let me just like be consistent for a year, right? you know, and then it it seems to stick way more. Um, Trying to think of another question I had around that. Um, Anything you have? Other questions? Just interested to to hear any future plans that you have. I mean, I know you you said you want to be there for the long haul and, yeah, yeah. and whatnot, but if you have anything that uh, you can tell us about the future of Faithful Fitness. Got you. So, um, well, currently we're doing a, uh, it's called Spring Into Summer Challenge, and um, it's kind of like that, I think you talked about the people in the beginning of the year who's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then by mid-February, they're like, nah, never mind. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? So I'm, out, I'm out. No, it's too much. <laughs> so it's called spring into summer. I mean, literally, spring into summer, but also like jump into summer. Yeah. And it's about being summer ready. You know, and so many people want the right bikini, the, the nice abs. They want to look right, feel right, and smell right, all of that. But you yeah. haven't put the work in. And so um, it's an eight-week challenge that we got running right now. It starts actually Monday. And so um, it gives people the opportunity to come use the gym to all the classes that we offer. Um, you get a heart rate monitor, a meal plan. So you don't really got to nice. think about it. Let's eat the right things. Um, swag t-shirt, you know, yeah. spring the summer challenge. And then the person who has the biggest transformation will actually win $500. So wow. um, that's something that we're doing right now. So is um, that body fat percentage? How, how do you do that? Total. So we're doing before and after pictures. Okay. So it's like total transformation. Gotcha. So um, we're also doing two smaller um, categories where if you burn the most calories, you'll win 250. And if you have the most MEPS, MEPS is a, as a action or as a, uh, a measurable that MyZone uses for like um, when you're in the green to, to yellow to red, you get more points for being up there. So having a more intense workout. Gotcha. So you have the most points there, you win 250. You have most calories, you win 250. Biggest transformation overall wins 250. You can't win all three. So you cannot win all three. You can't win all three. You win one of them. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that's going on. That that starts on Monday, and so we've got some people that are coming into that, and awesome. so um, which is really really cool. I actually had the opportunity to be um, principal for the day at Elk Neck Elementary School. That was recently. Oh, that, awesome. that was recently. Yeah. yeah, that was. It's been a busy couple of weeks. I think that was two <laughs> weeks ago. Actually. Yeah, I've, I've seen Jason, people. I think it was two weeks I see ago. people yeah. posting yeah. like principal for a day. I'm like, man, this got to be cool. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. It yeah. was a really really cool experience. Um, to see school from the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you're in school, school is either you love it or you don't. <laughs> yeah. um, you know what I'm saying? But to see it from the other side and to see the perspectives of the, of the students, first of all, you know, I'm like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, so they're like, who is this? You know, when they walk in, they're like, immediately looking up. So, um, but we, we had this, uh, we were going into the different classrooms and so, when I opened Faithful Fitness, one of my desires was to open a youth boxing program, like after school program. Love that. Um, boxing, like I said, as a, a there was a time, a season in my life where I actually became homeless mm-hmm. when I was out in Minnesota. And so it was um, boxing, boxing training that helped me kind of rediscover myself and to, to find myself um, to actually, I was using this cross training to, to play football. It really wow. was a way for me to. It was much deeper than that, yeah. To get up out of what I was in. Yeah. You know, you talk about that depression after the sports is over. Yeah. I broke my foot, won a national championship, couldn't play, hit rock bottom. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was out there, no support system, had no family. I was in Duluth, Minnesota. It's cold, like nine months out the year, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I was I was in a low spot, low spot for about nine months. And so boxing helped me come up out of that. And so I know the power of 
that type of training beyond what you see on TV. You know what right. I'm saying? There's an absolute connection between the impact, um, the, the new language that you have to learn through boxing. It's, it's been proven that it helps people with Alzheimer's and all that kind of stuff. And so, hmm. um, But it helped me with anxiety, depression, all that stuff. So I've wanted to, to launch a youth boxing program. After coming from Elk Neck, it's like a must. Um, love the school, love the staff, all of that. They had a, a, this is something that I don't think a lot of us as adults really think about. So, you know, there's been a rise in, you know, mass shootings in schools and, mm-hmm. and all of that. And I never thought about what the students are experiencing that go to school now. Yep. Um, the fear that they carry when they're in school. And so um, I had the opportunity to see some of that when I was at Elk Neck and I realized I, I, this program has to happen. Mm-hmm. There's an outlet that's needed to help them cope with some of the stressors. I mean, when we were in school, that wasn't even a thought. That, no. that, 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 was, nothing, that was nothing that you had to question. You we, know? we just talked about that last week, um, yeah. Jason and I. And you know what these kids, just even being exposed to the thought of that is like, heartbreaking because they you know at that age I, I mean I couldn't even and even now I can't really wrap my head around what that what that is and these kids have to go through drills on a regular basis and yeah. you know what happens if if it's just crazy to think but you're right I think there's there's definitely a need for for kids to have a way to cope with that and kind of like mentally get through something like that exactly exactly so you know like you said they have to go through drills and they have to go through scenarios and they I mean, our biggest drill was what uh, school bus evacuation. We had to jump off the back of the bus and to help you down, or yeah. fire drill. Fire you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And fire drill was like recess. So yeah. you know, now now it's like yeah, hide under here. It's it's different. You know, yeah. so they're walking with, you know, and so you talk about mental health and all this kind of stuff. All this factors into um, this this anxiety and this fear. So um, I know what boxing did for me and what it's done for the clients that I have now that are adults. And so I have a few. Um, Children who are boxers. I have a six-year-old. She's a little beast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna post a video. She's like really good. That's cool. She doesn't even Definitely know it. She just is having that. fun. But you know what I mean. She's really good. And so um, you're looking at how her body moves. You're like, you're like, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you were talking about earlier. You're like, yeah. this girl's got it. Yeah, she's got it. And like, Dad, I don't know if you want her to have it, but she yeah. got it. You know what yeah. what I mean? If you're thinking about it. So anyway, yeah, she, uh, she's awesome. So um, that's great. You know, creating that program for for the youth. And so my my goal is to have it run quarterly. So, like, there'd be a, an enrollment for the first quarter, and then you can re-enroll them for the second quarter, the third quarter, or whatever. Um, be low barrier entry because it's really about helping them to deal with life. I love that, man. I have to get my kids up there. Deal with life, yeah. That's cool. Absolutely. I would definitely have to do that. They would love it. Yep. Um, take us back a little bit. So, you said that boxing helped you out of this place in your life where, like, what was the time frame for this? Like, this was after your college career? This was, and, yes. And you were still, you were still tr- trying to make uh, a life, a career out of football. Yes. So what happened was in 2008, um, 2007, LaSalle University dropped their football program due to a medical malpractice lawsuit. Oh, wow. Um, Which at the time, we didn't notice what it was, found out years later what had happened. And so we had a a player that got, you know, injured pretty, pretty seriously. And this was like right around the time with the concussion protocol and all that. And so, you know, they, they let him kind of do something that, and so he ended up getting really injured. And so the family sued, they won the, the lawsuit. And so after the season in 2007, we came in for an end-of-the-year meeting, and they were like, yeah, um, program's done. And so it was like the world shook. And this is going into your senior year. This is going into my senior year. So I'm like, 
what? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mind blown, right? And so I get a call two hours later from University of Minnesota Duluth. Somehow they knew, someone knew, um, heard of me and said, we'll give you a full-ride scholarship to come out here and play ball. Wow. And so um, for your senior year, and I'm like, I'm like Duluth, Minnesota? I had never even heard of this place <laughs> yeah. before, right? Get out there, program's phenomenal. Cold as, listen, <laughs> listen. Dude. <laughs> real, had a day of real temperature was 55 below zero. Real temp. That's insane. Not wind chill, actual temperature. That is crazy. Different, uh, different cold. Um, great football, though. Yeah. Great football. And so we won a D2 National Championship in 2008. I broke my foot that summer. And so I never got to step on the field. Oh, my gosh. Man. And so um, did all the training, you know, ready. I was number one wide receiver. It had me slotted to be, you know, conference athlete of the year, all that. Broke my foot. So mm. um, watched this win a national championship. Um, wasn't going to class. Wasn't doing nothing. And so they were like, well, you know. You can get your scholarship back, but you got to. And so I, I couldn't get myself out of what I just missed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I ended up going from full ride scholarship, you know, plus financial aid. So they cut me a check for this, cut me a check for that to being homeless by um, the fall of 2009. No, the the winter. So. Like February of 2010. Not long, yeah. Yeah. And so, so you you had to use your year of eligibility the year you broke your foot? Or did um, you have another year? They would have gave me medical. They would have. So they gave me medical for that year. So I never actually played my senior season in college. Got it. Yeah. So you still have a year left. Yeah, I still have a year left. Anybody who's watching, I'm still out here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, uh, <laughs> it's funny. I, um, yeah, I, I fell into a low place. And yeah. So I went from, like I said, national championship to homeless. And I was homeless for about nine months. I mean, wow. homeless, homeless. Wow. Um, rock bottom. Yeah, mm-hmm. where I was, I mean, sleeping on someone's floor if they would let me type homeless. Mm-hmm. And so um, uh, someone came to me about playing in this semi-pro league that they had out there. And I was like, ah, I'm so deconditioned. I'm out of shape. Mm-hmm. I haven't ran. I haven't done nothing. And my mind wasn't even in a place to, yeah. to be competitive. I kind of lost myself, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, and I was too ashamed to call anyone from home to talk about it. I was just like, I'm just going to, whatever, whatever's whatever. You know, I was drinking, smoking, all that. I was, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, walked into this boxing gym, and it was a boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai gym. And um, it was something about the training that made me realize I have to defeat myself. And I think that when it comes to accomplishing anything in life, you're not really in competition with other people. You're in competition with yourself. Mm-hmm. Can you defeat you? Yeah, your, um, yeah your, e- uh, your ego. Your ego, exactly. Can you defeat your ego? Can you defeat your pride? Yeah. Can you defeat your, sh- your selfishness? Whatever it is that's keeping you where you don't want to be, mm. you have to defeat that. No one yeah. can do that for you. Yeah. And so boxing is, is very much like that because it's, it's you versus you, you know? And so um, it was that training that kind of helped me, not kind of, it absolutely helped me to, to find myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of the hardest workouts I'd ever done in my life. Mm. Yeah. And, um, Next thing I know, I was playing semi-pro ball. Had a phenomenal season. Twelve catches and six touchdowns. I was like, "Well, no, if you can get any better than that, it's like yeah. every other one touchdown." So you know, like, <laughs> hit um, this guy in the yeah. ball <laughs> immediately. So um, you know, and, and it helped me. So I've always done boxing training since. Got it. doing that. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. So so then you played the semi-pro league out there, and mm-hmm. then um, you went on. You said what? Tried out for the Saints or so, what? The Saints were actually recruiting me from okay. when I was playing at LaSalle. Got it. Like they were coming to the games, all of that. And so my high school football coach, um, he was good friends with the recruiting coordinator at the New Orleans Saints. And so um, after I did my semi-pro year, I moved back to Maryland in 2011. And, um, you know, my coach was like, 
hey, this, they, they still, they're still looking at you for you. And I was like, well, let me, you know, let me get to work. You know what I'm saying? So I uh, got a personal trainer down in uh, uh, the arena club down in Bel Air. Um, Jeremy Navarre, um, play football yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah. Me, him and I played football yeah. for him. Was, was he a Joppa Town guy? Yeah, Joppa Town yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, state yeah. champ wrestler, um, state yeah. champ that year. Yeah. Um, played for the Jaguars, I think, in the Cardinals yeah. in the league. And so I was like, yeah, you're going to train me. We're going to make this happen. <laughs> yeah. you know? So um, we trained, and, and you know, I was getting you know back to where I needed to be. And um, I was doing some work, and it wasn't even something I should have been doing. I'm playing defense on another wide receiver, and I was trying mm-hmm. to show these cats how to, you know, how you supposed to do this, and I, da, 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 da. so, um, I, you know, in my back pedal broke. I gave the guy some space to kind of bait the quarterback. Quarterback threw it. As soon as I planted to pick the ball, I felt my hamstring like just roll up in the back of my leg. Oh, Got the interception. Yeah, great. But, <laughs> but I tore my hamstring, man. And so um, that was 2012. Wow. Um, that year, the entire coaching staff for the Saints got suspended. For they had they had the bounty games that yep. year where they were paying players. So when the new administration came in, it was like, oh, we getting our guys. Yeah. And so that was that. Wow. You know? And so uh, after that, wow. I was kind of like, well, God, now what? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so um, I kind of rolled around job to job to job, and then kind of walked into training. And wow. So um, launched a boxing program in Merritt in 2015. Program took off. Um, and I was like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. It just yeah. sounds like a lot of opportunities where you could have just said the hell with it and just been yeah. done. You know what I mean? That's what that's what I'm hearing. Like yeah. so many opportunities where you you, know, you have all these now what moments, and the now what moment can go, you know, the good way or the bad way. And so many times you had the option to just be like, I'm done. Yeah. Like this is this is this is it. Mm-hmm. But every single time, bounce back from something that led to something else. Right. And like you said, everything's a blessing, man. It is. It is. That's so cool. That's are, really cool. Are you familiar with David Goggins? You yeah, him yeah, okay. yeah. He talks, yeah, yeah, he talks yeah. a lot about like what you said wow. though about defeating yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. And he talks about. I think yeah. he talks about like you know killing the version of himself that he was before when he was three hundred pounds and he wanted to be exactly. a Navy SEAL. It was like, yeah. and he talks about that constantly. That mental game in his head of like I'm defeating, I'm defeating myself yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, that's a a place that I think. Probably not a lot of people get to, mm-hmm. but I think if more people could get to that place of really feeling like you're defeating your, yourself, right, from yesterday, or, or you're just getting better every day, that's it's a it's a uh, kind of like a freeing place to be. Mm-hmm. It is, it is, and honestly, the everyday grinding mm-hmm. is, is really what that that is saying. It's like yeah. every day I'm doing at least one thing. Mm-hmm. It might not be something huge, something small, to get better than I was yesterday. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and so. Not every victory is massive, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes we look for the big, like super huge wins, and it's it's not. Sometimes it's just small, you know. And small wins they add up, you know. Man. They add up. Yep. And also too, you can't really put a um, you can't put a, a big or small on a um, like a victory or an impact that you have because mm-hmm. you might have, for example, one of these kids that's going to go through your program. The ripple effect of that of a small gesture like. And it could be something as, as small as, you know, we say small, you giving them an encouraging word that they're not hearing from their parents or from their coaches or their teachers. And then the ripple effect of that, mm. when they go into the rest of their life, their, their lives and the people that they impact, it's like, how can you say that's a small thing? Yeah. How can you say that encouragement is small when you don't know the impact of it? Uh-huh. Yeah, you, you might not see it, man, but it's there. It's huge. Casey, when you said that, it reminded me of something my third grade teacher told me. So 
me and my third grade teacher, we had battles. And so, <laughs> we had battles. In third grade. In third grade. I was, I was very, I, I could talk a lot. I had a lot to say. So, um, anyway, he made this rule where I couldn't say anything in his class until I counted to 10 in my head. And so, I was always very sharp in school, very fast. Math was my thing. I boom, 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 flying. So, um, he would ask a question. I raised my hand. He said, Bernie, I have to sit there for 10 seconds. <laughs> and so, you know, first of all, the humil- ego, yeah. the humiliation of me sitting there, people laughing. I'm like, Six, seven, eight. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, we had battles. So um, at the end of the school year, I was walking out to school, and he said, Bernie, I just want to tell you something. One day you're going to be a star. Mm. That word has stuck with me since third grade. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so, like you said, you don't know how we, – we can't quantify big or small Mm-mm. because we don't know the, the end game. We don't know the ripple effect. Yeah. It's just about can you do something good today, mm-hmm. you know, and, and tomorrow will take care of itself. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I I would love to help out any way we can For with sure. the uh, the program you want to roll out. Like whatever Absolutely. we can do to, to help that or get the word out. Um, how do people find you? Like, do you uh, active on Instagram or what's the yep. best way for people to find you? Yep. So on uh, the website is www.faithfulfitmd.com. Okay. Um, the Instagram handle is the same. So it's faithful uh, faithful underscore fit underscore md. Okay. Cool. And then on uh, Facebook, it's the same. Faithful underscore fit underscore md. Okay, cool. Um, and so you go on Google and you look us up. We're, we're, we're out there. We're going to get up there and see them. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely get there and see them, yeah. for sure. Definitely we would love to take our show on the road and go uh, yeah. see some of the people yeah. that we've talked to. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we're planning Absolutely. On it. Yeah, that'd be cool. And we'll make sure yeah. we link. Uh, we'll make sure we link the page to Bernie's gym in the uh, in the show notes. So if anybody wants to find him, but yeah, if you're in the area too of of Elkton, Northeast Cecil County, mm-hmm. um, and you're looking to get in shape, I look sitting across from a guy that knows how to get you in shape. I'll, I'll promise you that. Yeah, we've had we've had some, some big strong people <laughs> on this podcast. I'm, like, I'm looking in the mirror like what in the world? I thought I was in shape. Y'all look good though. Y'all look good. Y'all look good. Lean. Like yeah, you can rip this building down in five minutes. I'm all right. <laughs> I love it, it man. Funny, man. It was great connecting with you. Yeah, um, thank we'll you definitely keep here. in touch. And uh, any final words you want to leave uh, the audience with? Um, you know, just simply what we talked about today is just, you know, every day try to do something better than you did yesterday. And don't look for the biggest win. Look for beating yourself today. Can I be better today than I was yesterday? You know, at, at Faithful Fitness, you know, our mission is to heal people holistically one rep at a time. You didn't say one day, one rep. Mm-hmm. You can do one rep better today than yesterday, you were moving in the right direction. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you guys so much for tuning yeah. in. Yeah, um, give us a like. Comment. Comment. Share. Yes, please. And um, help get the word out for Faithful Fitness and Bernie. And, um, you know, let's help him make an impact on the kids of our community. Yeah. For sure. Thank you so much, Bernie. Absolutely. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. Thanks, man. See you yeah. guys. This is the real deal. Take care. <laughs>